And I'm Courtney, and we are the ladies behind Courtney Hunt on Instagram and the founders of the Lifestyle Blog for Moses in Manhattan. After a little teeny weeny hiatus, but we're back. We have so much to talk about, like so much to talk about. Oh my gosh. I know. I know. So I am back after some traveling. I feel like April has just been such a whirlwind um, from my birthday to, I had to go to Cincinnati for Easter and just some wedding stuff to deal with. And then another wedding in Colorado. And we got back last night. And I don't know if it's just me, but flights from the West coast to the East coast, it takes so much out of me. It really does. Like I was so tired when I got home, I almost took a picture of my eye bags because I don't know if they've (laughs) ever been that bad. Like, and I had to, eye bags are not designer, (laughs) (laughs) but I have to be so conscious now of like, trips that I agree to that are on the West coast, because it takes me like two days to recover. Yeah. Well, you've also been traveling for like the past 10 days. That doesn't help either. That doesn't help. Yeah. Did you drink chlorophyll water when you were in Estes park? No. What is that? Oh, you're supposed to drink chlorophyll water because it really helps with the altitude adjustment. Well, the wedding had the wedding that we were at in Colorado had an oxygen bar so that we could, uh, get our oxygen. Oh my God. Were you, were you guys at beauty lab and laser doing the oxygen bar? Yes. (laughs) With Jen Shaw. With Jen Shaw. Wow. It sounds nice. Was it a nice wedding? It looked gorgeous. It was gorgeous. It was so fun. Um, it was just crazy because it was 75 degrees on Friday and then it was full blown blizzard on Sunday. Really? Yeah. So it's, it's funny how different spring is there than it is in New York. Cause now we're back in New York and I feel like everybody's already having their hot girl summer started early. Oh yeah. I mean, I took my booty shorts out and then the next day I had to take the parka back out from under my bed because it was freezing again, but I still had my booty shorts on with my parka. <laughs> I feel like you and Johnny are now kind of in this like couple routine where you guys like it's so funny when you start to date somebody seriously, because I feel like your schedule goes from only your schedule to now you guys have to combine your friend's schedule and you guys both have a lot of friends. And so you had like one of your friend's birthday parties on Saturday and then one of his friend's birthday parties on Friday. And then one of his friend's birthday parties on Sunday. It's literally psychotic. Like I'm not used to all of this either. I think especially because when I was living in LA too, like my friend group was just smaller than it is here. So now like reacclimating back into all of these humans' lives, it's a little overwhelming. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I don't know how you do it, but you have a lot of energy where you can bounce back quick. Like you need one good sleep and then you're ready for round two. Yes. I did sleep for like 16 hours on Sunday, like a full 16 hours. I know you probably needed it. I did need it. But you know, like when you go to these parties, you like, don't want to go, don't want to go. And then you get there and you're like, Oh my God, I haven't seen you in two weeks. This is like the best day. Ever. I Courtney was on one on Saturday night. And so was he, we were at this, our friend who I've actually only ever really met through Instagram. I, you've met her like a bunch of different times and yeah. we went to her birthday and there are a bunch of different bloggers there. So then everybody knew Johnny through Instagram. They're like, Oh my God, you're him. So then obviously like he was so excited about that was buying everybody tequila shots. Next thing you know, he finds a llama in the back of the bar. He first, he starts riding the llama. Then he takes the llama head. I hope the bar owners don't listen to this, but then he takes the llama head off the llama and puts it in his sweatshirt. And he was walking around the bar as a llama person for the rest of the night. And I was like, okay, I guess this is what we're doing. 
then the next morning we wake up, it's like 11 AM. We have a birthday party at noon. And I was like, <laughs> yes, we're not going to church. <laughs> I know. And then it, it's so great because now this coming weekend, you guys are going on your first, like, I mean, I guess I am crashing it, but for the first <laughs> three days, your guys' first, like only two of you vacation. Like you guys yeah. haven't done that yet. Cause I feel like your other trip that you did was with his family. And then obviously you went and saw your family. So this will be your first, just the two of you, but then right. I'm showing up Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really even think about that, but yeah, I guess that's our first trip. And then Courtney was like, can I come? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, you, Johnny has a place in Fort Lauderdale. Okay. I'll be there. Uh, I'll be there. <laughs> I'll be there. Got my, got my flight. Um, and then we're going on a cruise, which I know we've talked about, uh, previously and guys, I cannot. Okay. Uh, Kyle cruise. Kyle is a different form of Kyle. And, um, he told me Courtney, Oh, I went on Amazon and, um, I bought some new outfits for the cruise. Oh, okay. Kyle. Okay. This is great. And I know we can't give you a visual, but maybe we can do a little, um, We'll do a little screenshot to show you guys, uh, on our Instagram at so random podcast, if you want to follow, but here are the shirts that he ordered. Oh, I'm going to have I'm, them next to you. Yeah. I'm going to show and tell. I'm going to put this down for a second What's so that I plant? can show you. I'm dying. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. I've never seen patterns quite like that before. So you have to go to our Instagram to see what, what I'm talking about, but so he I just, voluntarily bought those? Yes. Kyle does not wear color. Kyle does not wear color in normal life. Like he wears a lot of just sweatshirts and t-shirts that are normally black or white. And, but cruise Kyle loves color and he loves a colored sunglass as well. Speaking of, he bought three new colored sunglasses, but he didn't realize that they were children's size. So he, we get them in less. I am so tired. Like all I want to do is go to bed. We get off our flight and he has to open his Amazon box. Cause he's like, it's oh my God. A new he's like a blogger. He's doing an Amazon haul. TikTok yeah. Amazon haul. And the sunglasses are, I mean, Kyle's like, he's like, oh, not like he's just a bigger guy. Like, yeah, you know, like a frame, like a big, like bear. And these sunglasses are so small. <laughs> oh my was, God. Please take a picture. And I was like, Kyle, no, you can't wear those. And then I was like, are you sure you got like men's? And then we look it up and it was ages three and up. So now <laughs> we're giving them to our flower girl. As Will they friend. fit your face? Um, it's not my style at all. It's like, and he did this on his own. Like I had no part in this. Here's this this sunglasses. That is terrifying. (laughs) Also like very interesting shape for him to choose. Yeah. They're like a circular shape. I, I have no idea. So, um, I'm just excited that we can really document all of this on Instagram stories for you guys to follow along because it's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. Also, Never mind. I'll save that for later. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I know uh, that's kind of our little updates for now, but Kelly, I feel bad. So we're going to go into our pop culture updates. I feel bad because I have not been following this trial between Johnny Depp and uh, Amber Heard as closely. I've obviously seen a lot of memes. I'm so a lot excited of- to tell you about it. Snippet. So um, Kelly's going to kind of take it from here. Okay, guys. I don't know why, but I'm so fascinated with this case. So it's Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard. And basically the summary of this whole thing is Johnny Depp is suing Amber Heard. Also like hot take 
did you know who Amber Heard was before she started dating Johnny Depp? Mm-mm. Like, I still don't really know who she is. Honestly. No idea. No idea. So he is suing Amber Heard for $50 million for defamation resulting in this op-ed that she did for the Washington Post back in 2018. And really she did this thing all about like sexual, not sexual abuse, excuse me, like physical and verbal and mental abuse. And she she came out with this op-ed and it's like during the height of the Me Too movement and everybody during that time was like immediately siding with women. Um, which, you know, obviously was a whole great thing, but it almost seemed a little too like she was trying to kind of be culturally relevant during this time, basically. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so Johnny Depp has been testifying that he was never the aggressor and all of the content that's coming out right now, it's like all over TikTok. And they're taking all of these snippets from the trial. And it's been so, so interesting. And it seems like before this trial, public opinion was with Amber Heard. And now it seems that it's like really swayed because there's all of these video clips that she took of Johnny Depp. And it like really incriminates her where like a lot of the clips come out and she's saying like, oh, come on, my punch. When I hit you across the face, it wasn't that hard. Like you're a little bitch, like saying crazy stuff like that. So now like all of these video clips are coming out that like she was actually the aggressor towards him. It's like really insane. Yeah, it's that sounds really crazy. And it, I just keep seeing him, the clips from him on trial. Um And he does seem like very calm, but it is wild how much they record. It's like they knew that they were both going to go to court someday. And they have so many audio and video recordings of it. Like they both did it to each other, which is, which is just, I mean, it's sad. It like toxic relationships like this exist, which is just so sad. Yeah. I mean, the whole case is completely insane. If you guys want a complete rundown of the case and like all the timelines, I'll put a link to the New York Times article in show notes. Also House Inhabit. Is that how you say her handle? I'm pretty sure. She's like very closely following the case and like has hot takes and stuff like that. Super interesting. Um, But it's just been this like total media circus and like you really feel like you're watching a movie and characters and stories. And during his testimony, he's like name dropping Marilyn Manson and like all of these different celebrities that he's like partied with. And the whole thing is just so wild. Also like his best friend, Isaac Baruch or Baruch. I think that's how you say his last name. I don't know if you've seen him, but it's like this bald, like New Yorker who was put on trial in the shit that he said on the stand was like the funniest stuff I've ever heard in my entire life. Like that's who you want as a best friend is this like Isaac Baruch guy. (laughs) That's amazing. It's amazing. But that was my really quick summary. If you guys aren't following it, it's super, super interesting. My take is that I'm siding more and more with Johnny Depp. Like I wasn't before the case. And now Mm -hmm. just watching his testimony and all these videos, like I definitely am sort of like leaning more towards him. And I've heard just like terrible things about her in general. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I feel like majority of the internet is feeling like they're that from what I've seen, they're all kind of siding with him and just want him to make more Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Yeah. I mean, Hey, I wouldn't mind it. <laughs> I wouldn't like mind Captain it. Jack Sparrow. No, that was, that was absolutely <laughs> terrible. Okay. More things happening on the internet this weekend. Oh, so much is so going much. on it. There's a lot of influencer updates, which funny how a lot of these have become a lot more mainstream. Um, 
you know, Buzzfeed, uh, New York times, other people, Cosmo are talking about them, especially and most notably, uh, revolve fest. So not to get confused with actual Coachella. I, I think Cosmo reported on this and was talking about it. Like it was Coachella. And I was like, these are two separate festivals, totally different things. Yeah. So if you're not as familiar, Coachella was happening as it always does revolve the, um, clothing brand decided to have their own festival and they, you know, they had great performers. I know post Malone, um, other people, uh, to go to their festival. Their issue is they've never done this. Uh, they've never thrown a festival before. And as we've learned by me, no, this is their fourth time, but have they had the headliners they've had? Yeah. Okay. And apparently it always goes down this way, but TikTok like, wasn't really like a thing, a thing. yet. Okay. So, so now it's going like viral. So this is, yeah. So this is like their fourth time. I, uh, they have their festival kind of out in a very like, uh, what's the word, um, non-developed area. And so they have to essentially like bus all of these influencers and attendees into the festival. But I don't think that they accounted for the amount of people that were going. So then you have now all of these influencers that they feel privileged to go on the bus because, you know, Revolve told them they were VIPs, but Revolve just tells everybody that they're VIPs and is like, here, we'll give you $2,000 worth of clothing, which if you shopped at Revolve, that really gets you like what three dresses, maybe, yeah, maybe an outfit. Um, and, but you have to post like 40 times about Revolve festival and girls are doing it because it's not only the clout it's yes. It's the networking opportunities that come with it. I can understand that aspect of it because you want to be in the place where, you know, the, the Kim Kardashian was there and really big names are there. And you want to have that opportunity to like put yourself out there and meet people. So I get that aspect of it, but agreeing to post that many times, which should be like a six figure deal is crazy, but revolve, they have this hold on the influencer community that I've never seen from another brand. Yeah. It's really insane. We've never gotten, I don't think we've ever gotten invited. I went one time to like a revolve festival as a plus one. And it was another world. Like people, it was a content factory. Like nobody was nobody was enjoying themselves. Like people were just taking pictures and they they rented out the Santa Monica pier. Like people weren't on the rides or playing games. They were like taking pictures in front of the Ferris wheel. It was bizarre. And I'm like an influencer too. And I still like, couldn't wrap my head around it. Yeah. I know. Um, I saw a TikTok from one of our friends at publicity and that's her Instagram and TikTok, but she was telling the story about how, and they, she got invited to Paris fashion week with revolve. And she was like, yeah, like, you know, same thing as we were saying, like, it's a great, um, content opportunity. She was even like, honestly, I didn't even fit any of their clothes because at that time they only went up to a large and she's like, I was squeezing into them, but I was like, you know what? I feel like I need to go to, you know, network. Yeah. And they had had this like picnic in front of the Eiffel tower. And she's like, great. I'll get a chance to like chat with other bloggers. And she gets there and it's literally, she said like just 40 baguettes (laughs) and just people posing with the baguettes in front of the Eiffel tower and then leaving. Like there was no aspect of that. So it's essentially they've, you know, genius marketing on their part. They have somehow wrapped all of these girls and guys around their fingers to literally give them an outfit, come and shoot so much content, um, under like, you know, 
helpful, I guess, assumptions by the bloggers that they're going to get great networking, yeah. but that's not essentially what's happening. And then I think what happened at Revolve Fest this weekend was just, uh, you know, it, they over, you know, booked influencers. They didn't have enough um, buses and transportation to get people to the actual festival. I don't think it was anywhere near like fire festival. Yeah. I don't either by any means. I know some people were saying that, but like, it wasn't that bad. Um, but I do overall think like not revolve fest, but we've been to Coachella once and it's obviously not everybody's cup of tea, but I'm glad that I did it and like had that experience. And I did have so much fun and we didn't go with like influencers. We just went with friends and like, did it like anybody else would do it. Um, but I think if we ever went again, you know, we would be a little bit more weary of, the invites and things like that. Yeah. I mean, it's a hard festival to go to. Like, it's not an easy festival. You have to really, really, like every bit of it has to be planned. And if part of it isn't planned well, like you're screwed because you're out in the middle of the desert, you know, like it's really, really hot during the day. There's you're in the desert, like there's sand everywhere. And I think a lot of people was our first time going and they were like, what the, this is Coachella. And suddenly, like I mentioned, because TikTok is a thing now, I, I think there's so much less gatekeeping and a lot of TikTokers feel more compelled to speak out on their actual experience versus when people used to on Instagram, you know, but I kind of like that revolve is getting called out. Like it's time for them to evolve their marketing strategy. Gifting was such a big thing for influencers for years and years and years, but that's just not like, that's just not it anymore. Like you have to start evolving to like, keep up with the times. Um, they, I still don't think that they've made a comment about it, which is shocking to me. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that they did the second weekend last weekend. I'm not sure that I didn't really see as many stories. Maybe they only did one weekend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think it's great that people are getting called out. Uh, speaking of getting called out another kind of TikTok realm influencer, uh, drama that happened drama. This, this past weekend. Um, if you follow her, it's, it's, or it's me tinks, I think, mm-hmm. or maybe she is just tinks now on, uh, Instagram. We have followed her for a really long time. She actually was one of the first TikTokers that I followed. Um, I, I don't think I would say either me or Kelly by any means are like super fans. I think we follow her because we need to keep up with kind of like leaders in the industry. Yeah. Um, I like to see the brand deals she's doing. Like, I think that she's really smart about who she partners with. It seems to be like very authentic, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So essentially they consider her like TikTok's big sister. I believe she's either 30, 31 years old. Um, so she's, a uh, like an older, uh, user of the app compared to like (laughs) the, the people that are really big there. So that's why kind of, I think her follower base consists of a lot of like 20 year olds, like young 20 year olds that are looking for relationship advice or career advice. Um, so that's kind of how she like has evolved her brand on TikTok. Um, and just kind of, she rose to fame very, very quickly, like very quickly happened over the pandemic. And I know she like in two months quit her corporate job and started doing this full time. So I guess I wanted to point that out only because before going into the drama surrounding her that she did write rose rise to fame very quickly. So I can understand how like things could get caught up and you don't really know how to handle it or whatnot. So basically here's the drums lay it down. Okay. So she has been called out for mean tweets that were from about 2014. Essentially. I mean, they're, they're pretty bad. She 
one of them was just like fat people at Coachella, LOL. Um, Kim Kardashian is fat. Um, like I hate fat people, like all this stuff about like fat, like it's not yeah. funny. It's like I don't, a lot of body. Sh- it's it body even clever. It wasn't, it, it was just like calling a lot of female celebrities like fat and ugly. And like, they looked bad. It was just kind of weird. Yeah. It's very strange. And then the other tweets that kind of resurfaced that were more from 2020 and 2021, um, were a lot of her political opinions, which is not a bad thing that she is more conservative. Um, she was raised in London. So a lot of them are in support of Boris Johnson, um, the UK prime minister, um, a lot of retweets from Donald Trump jr. Uh, Don jr. Or Donald Trump himself. So I think the issue is not, I don't think her, what she feels if she's a Republican, if she's very conservative, if she's very far right, the issue people are having is that she's portrayed herself on her social media as this very progressive, very liberal, um, person. So it almost feels like I think, and there's nothing that people on the internet hate more than feeling like they've been duped or tricked or led astray. And I think that's how people feel like she tricked them into thinking she was somebody that she wasn't, especially because I think with, um, influencers like her, like, I think a lot of those types of influencers rose to fame so quickly during the pandemic, because they really did feel like your best friend. And when you, when we were all so isolated. We weren't seeing our actual friends in real life. We started following these TikTok stars and they felt so close to us. They kind of opened the door on influencers. It wasn't just all about fashion. It was about, yeah, like I reached out to this person about my boyfriend. How should they, how can they help me give me advice? And like, people felt really, really close to her and to TikTokers who are like similar to her. So I think you're right. Like so many people just felt really, really misled by what she said in the past and then sort of like how she portrays herself now. Like she's the type of person now and like, who knows what the hell I tweeted back in the day? Like, I I mean, I don't think I ever tweeted anything bad, but like, who knows what you said when you're like 18 on TikTok? Like we probably shouldn't have had (laughs) TikToks. Actually, like I should probably go back and like, see what I said. It's probably just like ridiculous shit. I know. I know. That's the thing. It's like, I just think as a PSA to anybody, like just delete your Twitter, you know, if she said, she also said like, she has no memory of, um, saying those things. Like she, she, it's kind of going and saying that she thought it was funny. Um, but you this know. is what I think it's going to happen. Like, I think the media coverage around it is pretty neutral because I think she has such great relationships. Like she's done so much with E! News. She's done yeah. so many interviews, so many podcasts. And I think she has really incredible relationships with the media. So all of the media coverage has been like skewing neutral, neutral to positive, um, which yeah. is very, very interesting because usually the media, if something happens with an influencer is like, we talked about last week with Danielle Bernstein. Like if something happens with her, the media is so fast to take her down. Oh yeah. So it's been interesting to see like the headlines and stuff that it, like, I think she's going to be a little bit quiet for the next, like maybe week or two on social media. And then she's going to talk about like what she went through and how she handled people trying to cancel her. And like, that's going to be her like next kind of big life lesson that she learned. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm checking her Instagram right now. And currently as of Tuesday, April 26, she's doing a Q and a about best solo lunch spot in Palm Springs. Do you have a favorite love Island couple? Uh, I mean, somebody did say, please address the 2020 tweets. So she addresses them. 
Um, she said she sees a lot of kind DMs. Uh, she did has lost. I mean, last time I checked, she had around 485,000 followers. She's down to 476. So she has lost around 10,000 followers from this, which who knew we were on wall street, Courtney, <laughs> where's the closing bell? Ding, ding. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I'm very intrigued. Like, do people actually lose followers because like they're getting a lot of publicity? So I'm like, did, or, or are they like, or are they gaining followers? So it's interesting. It doesn't look, it looks like she is trying to kind of move past it and, yeah. you know, talk about other stuff. Well, I saw the first person, the first celebrity that posted a comment on her, like apology Instagram was Stasi Schroeder. And I was like, eh, checks yeah. out. <laughs> Like, if you need anything, like pre-order my book, pre-order about cancel culture, hashtag read my book. So you know how to get through this stage. (laughs) Oh my God. I know I, it's all just very interesting, but if you're not following along, um, that's kind of what's going on with in the influencer world as of today. I love when influencer stuff happens. I eat this shit up. I eat it up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We got to move on. Okay. So let's get to a little Q and a Courtney posted, um, a Q and a yesterday. You guys sent some great questions in. We're going to answer a few this week and then we'll do some more next week. Cause we just had so much to catch up on. Okay. So advice for young influencers who are getting hate, hate on TikTok, social media, Instagram, yada, yada, yada. What would you say to that? Oh, you know, it's so too bolded because I, you know, we created a career doing this. So we kind of just have gotten to this mindset where like, we have to put up with it and it's just part of the job, but it also does, you know, we understand that that's easier said than done. And it can be very hurtful. I think if I, as now as a position, like being 29 and being older, part of me just wants to be like, you don't need to have a presence like on these apps if, cause they can be so hurtful and so detrimental yeah. to your mental health. I think it's, I, I put it in every person to have their individual decision on, you know what, if this is your dream in life is to be, you know, an influencer, you kind of just have to realize that that's going to come with the territory and find a way to deal with that yourself, whether it be get a therapist or find somebody that you trust to talk to. But if you have any inkling in your gut that this is not for you, don't put yourself through it because people can be so terrible more so on TikTok, I think than Instagram. I mean, yeah. Like I think me and Kelly both have taken steps back from that platform because it's just like, why are we doing this to ourselves? Like people can be so awful. Um, so I do think you have to kind of figure out the most important thing needs to be your mental health. And if you're putting that in danger, I think take a second to realize like what really is important. I agree. And I think, I mean, the easy answer is be like, block it out. I have trouble blocking it out. Mm -hmm. Like no matter what I tell myself, we get 99% of everything we post is positive, like Mm -hmm. on Instagram, because we built like such a positive community. And I've always been really proud of that. Like we don't put hate out. And because of that, I don't think we really receive it. Like we get some like crazy comments every once in a while. And yeah, like those crazy comments, unfortunately are the comments that stick with you. I think that's just like the way the human brain works. But I think we also, after all this time have learned how to separate ourselves from the platform. And I really, really think like take a couple days off. If you're letting these things really start to get to you. So, you know, like what is 
really happening in the real world and that the real world is so separate from social media. And it's really, really important to try and differentiate the two, especially with TikTok. Like it's so easy to get wrapped up in that platform. Yeah, that's very, very true. Um, okay. So our next question is kind of switching gears to more career oriented. Um, how to get help on a resume. Wow. That is such a good question. I honestly haven't looked at a resume in so long, but I think the last time when I quit my full-time job about a year and a half ago, and then I started going out, um, to, to work out on work on my own for consulting stuff is I sent my resume to every person at the agency that I used to work with really, really closely. Like I sent it to my old boss. I sent my resume to one of my good friends, Jackie, who was a director. And I worked really, really closely with my colleagues. I think, especially if you're kind of in a nuanced job position, like I couldn't work with my mom or my parents on my resume because they have no idea what the fuck I do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good point. So like try and find people in your industry, whether they're colleagues or past managers to like really help you with your wording and like, how can you quantify like all of this business that you've done in the past? Yeah. And if you're in college, um, like IU had a, um, IU like center of career services, they, uh, you could literally take your resume there and then they would make edits and help you make it better. So I, there's so many resources, just kind of look for your career center at your college. And I'm sure that they offer something related. If you're out of college, exactly what Kelly said, talk to professionals in the industry. Like I have a few friends that even work in HR and they've helped me from everything from my resume to figuring out how to become Kyle's domestic partner so that I can uh, be on his health insurance. (laughs) Wow. Well, they helped me. Um, (laughs) There's also a platform called Fiverr. FIV.R, I think is what it is. And it's basically just a platform of freelancers. And you can probably type in like resume help on Fiverr and you'll pay somebody $20 to sit and help you with your resume, whether it's like, um, like designing it, working with a template, like different stuff like that. Exactly. Okay. So this next one is a little bit more personal. So somebody (laughs) asked, does Kelly want kids like right now? Yes. (laughs) just kidding. Well, you're, you're like, it's definitely in my, uh, 30 day plan. Uh, Not right now, but like maybe in 15 days. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I mean, like I have like this crazy, uh, like I'm like baby crazy right now. Like to the point where I can't walk down the street without stopping to, to play with baby. (laughs) It's so interesting because I feel like that is more important to you than like getting married. You're like, I just want kids. Like, I don't, I don't really care about the marriage aspect of it. Like I will jump to the next step. Yeah. You're kind of like, I will move in and, uh, go to the courthouse, get married and, uh, then just start having babies. Yeah. That's like my ideal situation. (laughs) But the next thing, you know, it's going to be like, I don't know who the fuck knows. My dad's going to be like, no, we need to have the biggest wedding on the East coast. You know how like, I think you would have the best like intimate dinner party wedding here in New York, like at Brooklyn winery. I mean, I could help you. I looked at so many wedding venues here. Um, like just, if you did do something, I feel like you would do something very intimate. Wait, like- Courtney, I'm literally dying that you just said that. Why? Because last night when I was being a psychopath, trying to fall asleep, I was thinking about potential weddings. <laughs> I think that would be like, 
um, very perfect for you. Like something here, something maybe in Brooklyn, something in Williamsburg. Yes, that's exactly I what I want. Help. I want twinkle lights everywhere. I want a chic dress. I want wine and I want people to have fun. And then that's that. That's that. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I love that we're already planning your future wedding oh, without yeah. the ring. Oh yeah. Or like a, a lot of other things, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> that is okay. Um, obviously I'm here to help. I do think I could have a career also in being, I mean, actually that sounds very stressful being a wedding planner. I don't, oh my God, do you'd be so good at it, but I would be good at it, but I don't know if that is a path I want to walk down, but I would always be here to like help my friends. You should do that. I don't know. Cause you have to give up like all your weekends. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing that sucks when you're doing like anything that has to do with events it's weekends and, and nights. Yeah. Yeah. So like, but- we got to, we got to, we got to turn up at the big whiskey, you know? Yeah, I know. It's more like, important I, things. I don't got time for that. Um, okay. So we figured out Kelly's uh, plan and uh, it is a yes on that front. <laughs> to wanting kids Wait, really quick. Let me just finish this. I, okay. So I'm like, so baby fever that on Sunday I was like, okay, well, what can I do without having baby right now? So I was like, okay, maybe we could get a dog like through my teeth. You, you don't like dogs. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't do that to yourself, <laughs> but I just need something to like satiate my I love. Get a, pl- a plant. Oh, okay. Yeah. Put your energy into a plant because, or like a weighted blanket, because maybe by the end of the year, like who knows there could be some, some other stuff going on, like a ring maybe. And you can put all your energy into that stuff. Okay. All right. So I'll get like a love fern in the meantime. I'm really glad we had this talk. All right. Let's go on to stuff more important. (laughs) Like, like we got a question. Do you guys watch selling sunset? Have you watched the new season? I haven't watched the new season to be honest. Like I I'm thinking I'm going to have to like force myself to do it just to have, be able to know what other people in the pop culture world are talking about. I just have no interest anymore. I, yeah. I just don't it's so fake. It's so fake. And I don't really care about all these girls ganging up on Christine. Like it kind of, it kind of like gives me anxiety that they're so mean to her. Yeah. Like it just is like at this point in time, it's like find somebody else to bully because I get that she's Christine has put so much into this show to make a storyline and has honestly put up with so much by letting literally like eight other girls gang up on her. I just feel like it gets to a point where it's hard to watch like girls belittle another woman that when it's literally like eight verse one, I just yeah. don't know if I can bring myself to watch it this season, but maybe I will. Everybody's saying Chriselle is coming out as the villain now. So, you know, maybe I'll give that a peek. I mean, so I watch it, but I I play on my phone and watch it. You know, it's one of those. So I watch it because the looks are incredible by everybody. Like everybody looks so good. And I also love house porn. I don't know if you saw this, but the other day I was watching it and I was like, wait, they were taking us through like a Hollywood Hills house. And I was like, whoa, 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 wait. Like I recognize that house. And I was like, why do I recognize? Oh my God. I have slept over at that house multiple times. It's Chris Humphrey's old home. Oh my and God. like our friend used to watch the house and would have us over. Oh my God. To, like so party fun. at the house. And I was like, wow, this like, this house looks great on TV. It did not look like that in person. It looks like a weird old 1980s, like like white couch, white tile floor house. Whenever we were there, oh, you know, 
that's no fun. I know, but it was like, yeah, it was kind of fun to see it on the TV. Okay, more random, so random watch party stuff. Did you watch the premiere of the Kardashians? I did. So I did watch that and I loved it. I was really into it. I cried um, when they asked Kim or they asked uh, Chris and Chloe if um, Travis said he wants to marry Courtney. And I thought that was the sweetest thing ever. And he just seems like a very genuine person. Yes. He um, seems so gentle. So gentle. He does not fit in with his family. I mean, I'm like, protect Travis Barker at all costs. <laughs> protect him. And when he was teaching Penelope how to be a drummer, I was just like, I can understand where Courtney is at in her life where she's like, why do I have cameras following me around? But I do also understand that that is like her main source of income because she doesn't have a company like the other girls. Um, so I get why she probably has to like put up with it, but it's very interesting. Like I am most interested. Well, her storyline and the Kim were, like Pete stuff. Cause we're seeing like the very beginning of it. We're seeing the very beginning and we're seeing the stage where like her and Kanye are on really, really good terms. So it should be interesting yeah. to see like how that flip. And I love that they are doing fourth wall breaks. Like, I think that is so fun. Like when Kim turns to the camera, a la Jim in the office and she's like, guess I'm not a <laughs> vegan today. I was, oh, yeah, like, she, yeah. I was like, okay, the office show up where I didn't know you were going to. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm really liking it though. I actually stopped watching keeping up with the Kardashians. Um, so this was like new to me to add it back into my television rotation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really like it. I I'm, I'm hooked. I'm like ready for episode three. Me too. I also watched summer house last night. I know I didn't put it in the outline, but did you watch it? I didn't. I know. I know I fell asleep. Oh, how dare you? Was it really good? I'm seeing good stuff on um, Instagram about it. Yes, it was really, really good. I actually thought it was going to be the finale, but actually the finale is next week. Um, It was really, really good. And you start to see the Carl and Lindsay, like how that evolved from friendship to more. Like this is the first episode where you see that like flirtation kind of happening. However, I saw that Craig... Um, just like they did a pillow and beers like live show last night. And yeah. apparently during the live show, he was, he said something like, if you believe the Carl and Lindsay storyline, then you guys are like dumb or something like that. I did see that. So he's claiming that they actually aren't a couple or like they're just friends and they're doing it for screen time and cloud or whatever. And he also said that the production companies behind summer house and winter house are like absolutely terrible. Um, I don't know what's, I, I mean, Craig and Austin are so messy. messy. It's hard to know if they're saying these things to get headlines for their tour. Um, because I don't think that they have the audience like giggly squad, giggly squad, um, Paige and Hannah do. So I don't know. I, I don't know. I cannot I wait know. for the trailer of Southern charm. I actually went back and rewatched every single season earlier this year to just like have a refresher. So I feel like I, I, I didn't watch rewatch the last season. Cause like, I didn't love that one, yeah, it was hard. but I, I rewatched all the other ones and I am so, I just want the trailer. So I, apparently that's coming any day now. Um, so I'm excited for it. We have so much Bravo coming back. I can't wait. Yeah, you got to be great. We love it. Love it. Okay. So on to so random things we love. Kelly, you get to go first. Okay. Well, I have to tell you, you know, I'm a ride or die ex of beauty gal. And that's the only foundation I use, but I decided I kind of needed to like switch it up a little bit. So I went to Sephora (sighs) crazy (laughs) and I got, I got the Anastasia Beverly Hills luminous foundation in shade 200 W and I put it on today just for you. What do you think? 
Oh my God, you're shiny. Thanks. In a good way. Well, I think that's the highlighter. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, you look great. Okay. Thanks. But I think it's really, really nice. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm loving right now. Um, okay. So if you guys are following us on Instagram stories, I kind of talked about that. I had like a really sad moment with some drama with my wedding. Um, it's fine. I'm not even going to name drop because I don't want to be that girl, but <laughs> essentially our makeup artist, like it just wasn't going to happen. The, the, the makeup team that I had originally, uh, booked, I was just very turned off by a couple things that had happened. So I ditched them and I am now moved on to a new makeup team and they are so nice and so professional and I'm just really excited. So if I wanted to give them a shout out, there's, this is like no like ad or anything, but if you guys are Cincinnati based or going to Cincinnati for any sort of event and need a makeup team or a makeup artist, um, simply makeup and hair. So just like simply like S I M P L Y on Instagram, they have great prices. They're doing all the bridesmaids, they offer, it's only $80, but you get airbrush and you get lashes, which I feel like is such a good price. So good. Like in New York, you have to pay like Like 200 for airbrush lashes and like a full face of glam. So they have great prices and they're also running really good deals right now. Like they gave my bridal makeup was originally supposed to be 150 and they're giving it to me for like a hundred and they waived, um, the travel fee. Cause they're coming on site to do my makeup. So and all, all my bridesmaids makeup. So wow. yes, we're it's gonna, really good. We're going to look like we're about to head to a reunion. I know it's going to be amazing. That was so fun. We actually, we'll be traveling next week. So we'll talk about what we're going to do with the schedule and keep you guys posted, but that was so much fun. And we can't wait to talk to you guys soon about all of the stuff on the horizon so don't forget to rate review and subscribe and of course share the episode with your friends